I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Award-winning producer Raheem Shabazz continues the Elementary Genocide documentary series with the School to Prison Pipeline. That film exposes the social engineering done to African-American children in the school system. And his other film, Elementary Genocide 2, The Board of Education versus The Board of Incarceration, takes an even deeper look at the history of the American school system and how it was made to justify subjugating black Americans. These films are on track to be the most discussed films in black America. These films feature people like Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Kretz Welsing, and many, many more. The documentary is available right now at elementarygenocide.com. That's elementarygenocide.com. Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and I am here for another episode of Necessary Blackness. And in this segment, we're going to talk to Brother DJ from the Black Power Awards. And when we talk about black power, we talk about it in the concept that was used by our great grandmaster teacher, Dr. Wade Nobles. And he said, power is the ability to define one reality and make them live according to that definition as if it was a definition of their own choosing. That is what power is. We have power in unity, family, because we don't necessarily have to be uniform and our opinion to be unified in the struggle for liberation. As long as we can agree that we seek freedom, justice, and equality and the liberation of our people all around the world, then we can seize power. And with that said, I am going to introduce for this segment our special guest, Brother DJ. How are you? Peace and Black Power family. This is your Brother DJ. Now, Brother DJ, with the success of the first Black Power Award, we now enter in the second annual Black Power Award. What difference can the people expect? You know, they can expect a three-day event this year. You know, last year we focused on the celebratory aspect of the Black Power Awards, the ritual, you know, uh, the honoring of our, our distinguished elders and those brothers and sisters on the front line that do the work. Um, this year, they can expect things to be uh, more impactful. It's a three-day weekend uh, of events, you know, and uh, and we're really making it practical uh, for those brothers and sisters who want to take this information back to their community and start initiating change on day one. All right. Now, 
you want you're gonna have naysayers, which we always do. They're gonna say, why the Black Power Award? Can you get into why you conceived this award and what's the overall concept as well as the reception that you have received from the people? You know, the reception has been overwhelmingly positive. You know, I don't know of of, of any event or any institution of or, or organization uh, that has gotten 100% of the support of all the people. Everything don't resonate with everybody. And this, you know, this occasion is the same. Um, but the, you know, the energy is overwhelmingly positive for first annual and then also again, you know, for the second year. And so while you're going to have those critics, those naysayers, doubters, and just outright haters, we're in a positive place because we're building. You know, we're celebrating um, the work and achievements of some of the uh, cornerstones within the Black Power movement and really celebrating their work uh, for our elders. We're celebrating their legacy, uh, that legacy of sacrifice and resilience um, that has made them who they are as African people. So, you know, like I said, the, the energy is overwhelmingly positive and we moving in it. If it doesn't resonate with you, then that's OK. You know what I mean? But there's tens of thousands of us across the country and really across the world that really understand the purpose and the need for us to celebrate ourselves. Now, as many of you know, family, last year I was the proud recipient for documentary. And that was the highlight for me. And also another highlight was seeing other people that was worthy and that was doing the work as well, winning the award. In your humble opinion, what was the highlight of last year's award to you? You know, the highlight for me was was really, there's a couple highlights. The first one was Dr. Leonard Jeffries uh, receiving the award for Distinguished Elder Man and him literally running to the stage with tears running down his face, um, thanking us for even honoring and acknowledging his sacrifice. You know, he said, and I quote, that this award and this auspicious occasion made him want to live another 80 years to fight for the liberation of our people. Uh, so that was the first highlight. Then the second highlight was, was Griff, uh, Professor Griff from Public Enemy, uh, receiving um, the Hip Hop Legends Award on behalf of Public Enemy and going into an impromptu freestyle on the stage with, with several you know, of, of the uh, uh, people that were involved in the production. And so those are the two highlights for me, Dr. Leonard Jeffries and also Professor Griff and his uh, and his freestyle on the stage at the awards. Now, you mentioned that this is going to be a three day event with workshops, presentation and a marketplace. I want to know about the Extinguished Elders Award. I know last year uh, Dr. Leonard Jeffries won. Who are some of the people that are going to grace that stage, hopefully, and win the award. You know, this year we'll be celebrating the work, the legacy of Dr. Matulu Shakur and his contribution to our movement. Of course, you know, we know that he's currently incarcerated uh, in the federal penitentiary system. And uh, but again, his work lives on, you know, and continues on. Uh, you know, he's a noted acupuncturist. And really, uh, a lot of the reason why we do what we do as revolutionaries uh, and those who work on behalf of our people, we were inspired by Dr. Matulu Shakur and, and his groundbreaking work uh, in the tri-state area. 
you know, helping brothers and sisters overcome drug addiction and things like that. And then we also know his his history uh, as a revolutionary freedom fighter. So we're honoring him. And then we're also honoring uh, for our uh, distinguished elder recipient woman, Dr. Rita Marley, who many of us know uh, was, you know, the wife of Bob Marley, but she went on to create and establish African-centered schools on the island of Jamaica, uh, her native Cuba, and also on the continent, specifically in Ghana. Her humanitarian efforts, uh, you know, her medical research around, you know, disease and things like that have aided in the success of our, our global community. So we'll be honoring and celebrating her. And then, of course, uh, our Hip Hop Legends Award uh, honoree is Brother Rakim Allah. And that goes without stating, uh, if you're under, I would say, 60 years old, you you definitely know that brother's contribution to not only hip hop, um, but to the culture of black people all around the world. You know, he's your favorite rapper, favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's inspired a whole host of hip hop artists, uh, you know, over the last 30 years to really grab the mic and do their thing. So we'll be honoring the God uh, on that day as well. Yeah, big shout out to the God, Rakim. I met the brother several times. Black power. How would you define black power? Because I don't know if you know, recently the FBI, they released a report, right? And it's saying black identity extremists are a threat to America and should be deemed as terrorists. Now, to me, black power is not only someone that takes pride in their culture and their people, but they also unify around their people. So... A person of that inkling is now being identified as a black identity extremist. Tell me what black power is to you and tell me why do you fear that they're changing the narrative and what you think about this current report? Well, attempts to change the narrative, you know, is nothing new. That's what this system does when they when they recognize uh, the nature of the threat and have to put in safeguards. Um, policies and procedures to protect their power. Um, but essentially, black power for me uh, is being able to identify the core of who you are, that African spirit, uh, from a cultural, ideological, and spiritual perspective, um, to always aid, render aid, and always be about the business of black liberation. You know, whether you are conscious of it or not, you, you work to really build every aspect of your life as a reflection of a free black man and woman in this space and time. And you don't allow anything uh, to thwart those efforts, you know. So you always got a plan to build business, to build your family, um, to build institutions, you know what I mean? And to really build where it counts the most, uh, your relationships with your brothers and sisters across the country uh, and around the world and to use that energy to exact power so that you can gain uh, power and control over your life in your life circumstances. That's what black power is for me. In regards to, you know, the FBI report of black identity extremists, you know, again, like you said, this is an attempt to change the narrative because they know uh, this this current energy of social and political activism that's really sweeping the country is causing a lot of us to wake up. 
you know, and question things that we've never questioned. And of course, Brother Raheem, you know, uh, a lot of us have been in this lane uh, for a long time. So this is not anything new. Um, but for people who uh, I say all the time, identify themselves with the culture uh, and support it in very serious ways. There's no more important work for us to do than to advance the power uh, of, of black people globally, you know, as a force to be reckoned with. So this is just a response, you know, from uh, our oppressor, you know what I'm saying? And our natural enemy, uh, to say the least, you know, it's their attempt to, again, maintain power and control over our lives. And then we have to ask ourselves the question, uh, what are we going to do to overturn and overthrow that particular narrative into establish the narrative of our own. And that's really what the black power is here to help uh, us do. You said that, well, you mentioned about advancing the power of people globally. But when I look at a city like Detroit, which is 140 square miles, but all the money is concentrated in eight square miles downtown. And this is a predominantly black city. I think we need to start globally, and I know you deal with a lot of economics. What do you think that we need to do to get a city like Detroit, you know, starting globally and building that infrastructure and really exuding black, not only black power, but black economics? Great question. I, I, you know, for me, it all starts with developing a value system around your culture and being clear on what your culture represents. You know, the only way that that situation in Detroit uh, is what it is, is because they have been successful in orientating the mind of our people to support products, goods and services that, that are not a reflection of who we are and not a reflection of our culture. So there's a social uh, orientation that needs to change, you know, for our people so that it's a foregone conclusion. If Brother Raheem is making shirts, those that's where I buy my shirts. You know what I'm saying? If Brother DJ is making sneakers, then that's where I buy my sneakers. Nobody else can sell me these things because I identify with those that support my culture. First and foremost, you know, and if anybody uh, doesn't do that and it could be another black person. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you have black people who promote uh, and promulgate European culture every day, you know, and there's some of the best at it. You know, a lot of these brands that we see popping up uh, under the guise of hip hop and, and, and success are really European brands with a black face on it. You know what I mean? So we have to do the work, uh, you know, to decide is this brand, is this company, is this business truly reflective of my values? Uh, as a black person and does it serve the interests of my community you know what I mean and if it does support if it doesn't don't support and I will say that unequivocally just because it, it's black that doesn't necessarily make it for you you know what I mean because again we've got a whole host of people that are selling very successfully European tastes desires and in and, and that whole thing so it's about you know what I mean Peeling back the layers of the onion and really asking those questions. What are my what are my spending habits or what are my buying habits reflective of? Or is it reflective of my culture or is it reflective of my cultural orientation to support the Europeans? You know what I mean? And when it is, we know we got to make the necessary changes. 
But that's what, where I would start in reference to Detroit. And it can be done because, again, you have the people there in a, in a, in a, in a mass. And so it's about just changing that cultural orientation over time and changing the taste, the interest of the, and the desires of those people to support their own. Now, last year, with all the success that the Black Power Award endured, there were still naysayers and haters. And one of the main gripes that people had or certain individuals is what are we celebrating and why now? And individuals felt like this shouldn't be a celebratory moment because we at war. What would you say to those individuals or for those type of people that have that low frequency slave mindset? Well, you know... It's classic menticide. Um, unfortunately, our people don't see the value in themselves. And so one of the things that they do is try to project uh, their negative perception of themselves onto everybody else. You know, and we just got to recognize it for what it is. You know, that's why I say all the time the most pleasant people to be around are those that are actually producing something of value for the race. You know, they they oftentimes get it before you even say it. You know, it's those that uh, are not or have not produced anything of value that fall into the energy of cynicism, you know, skepticism, doubt, and just outright hate. Because again, they have such a, a, a low uh, um, a value of themselves. It's like, I don't have anything to celebrate, so why should you? You know what I mean? My life is down in the dumps how can your life be great? You know what I mean? And so that's a part of what the Black Power Awards is here to address because we do have a lot to celebrate, honor, and recognize among our people. You know what I mean? We, you know, I just give you a practical example. There's institutions, specifically schools, that are being established every week in this community. Successful businesses that are being established almost every day. There are relationships that are coming together around business and other things that are rooted in self-determination and self-reliance that are very successful. Brothers and sisters are getting degrees to go on to help liberate our people in a professional space. You know, so there's research and breakthroughs being done in healthcare, care, in, in, in medical care. You know what I'm saying? People changing their diet. You know what I mean? And so. These are the things that we focus on with the Black Power Awards and documentary films that are being produced. You know what I mean? New music that is being produced, books that are being written. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, young children that are really doing painstaking research around STEM and bringing that information to us. So when people ask what we have to celebrate, look at the categories and look at the brothers and sisters that are nominated uh, for those categories. And you recognize we got a tremendous amount to not only celebrate, but to be proud of, you know, as a community. All right. In closing, my next question is five, 10 years from now, where do you see the Black Power Awards? You know, the Black Power Awards is poised to grow. You know, right now or this year, we're doing three days, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, but the vision for the Black Power Awards is to really be uh, an entire week 
of events where we have uh, film screenings, we have fashion shows, we have, you know, a whole host of things that really bring our global community together. So whether you're in Ghana, you know, in the Caribbean, in the States or even in Europe, there's something that the Black Power Awards is doing along that week that resonates with you and really compels you to be here. You know what I mean? And so we want to establish this institution uh, for positive, progressive, clear thinking people of African descent um, the world over to come recognize and celebrate and also network and build with brothers and sisters of like mind. So growing it to where it, you know, in-house, we own our own building, we own our own venue where we can accommodate the attendees. And then we have, you know, millions of people that are watching online you know, uh, uh, in our pay-per-view option. So that's really the vision of the Black Power Awards and to really serve as as an example of what we can promote and produce uh, that is of good taste in that upscale cultural environment and also show as an example of something that we can, you know, pass along to our children and grandchildren. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it right here. First on Necessary Blackness podcast. Make sure y'all go out and support the Black Power Awards, I will be there this year. My only problem is, what am I going to wear? Because word on the street was, I was one of the freshest dressed last year, you know, but I was nominated for awards, so I don't know. I might tone it down this year, or I might just take it all the way up, 10 notches. Because I'm, I'm thinking, right, you know, Last year was your year. Don't shine too much and come. But the way, yo, let me tell you something. The way that our people show up and show out, I would be amiss if I come just regular. So I I, I got to find something, you know. And shout out to my stylist, Marley. She she definitely hooked me up last year. I'm going to have to uh, ring her phone this year. But um, brother... You, I definitely love what you're doing, and you know, whatever I can do to support, I am here. And I think that all of us need to support, because like I always tell you, that we don't have to be uniform in our belief to be unified in our struggle. And right now, we're struggling for the minds of our youth and our people, and victory is certain, and we ain't going to keep being oppressed for too much longer. Put that on record. So, in closing, brother, can you tell us where they can purchase tickets or get information about vending or sponsorship, and if any is available? Yes, all of the information relative to second annual Black Power Awards can be found on the website, blackpowerawards.com. There are vending opportunities. Uh, That's where you can purchase your tickets. Uh, And also, there are sponsorship opportunities available as well. Uh, Or you can give us a call at 404-439-1044. Again, that's 404-439-1044. And again, it's blackpowerawards.com. Also, people are going to want to get at you on social media. So please let us know the various social media platforms for the Black Power Awards. Yes, you can get us get at us on Instagram at Black Power Awards. Uh, also, you can send a request request to our Facebook group, uh, Second Annual Black Power Awards Atlanta. Uh, we're all over social media, so hit us up on IG and 
in uh, in Facebook. And again, uh, family, second annual Black Power Awards, November 17th through the 19th, the Sheraton Hotel, downtown Atlanta. All right. One more question before we get out of here. What shouldn't a person wear at the Black Power Award? We, we need to know some do's and don'ts. You know, don't come dressed in jeans and sneakers. You know what I mean? Uh, it's the fall. And black people, typically, whenever we step out in the fall, we like to be fly anyway. You know what I mean? The weather's cool. Uh, but the temperature around the Black Power Wars is definitely hot. So don't come in in your jeans and sneakers. Um, whatever faith tradition uh, you, you know, adhere to, come in that upscale version of whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? So if you're Muslim, come upscale Muslim. If you're more, come upscale. You know what I'm saying? If you're Christian, come whatever upscale is in that tradition. Or if you don't adhere to any tradition, just come upscale. You know what I mean? And the beautiful part about it is that it makes this magnificent tapestry of, of, of our people, of melanated African people. And that's what we're celebrating. The fact that we're here, we're alive and well, and we're continuing to build on behalf of our children, our grandchildren, and most importantly, our ancestors. Peace and power Atlanta and the world. Last year, we made history with the beauty, the pageantry, the majesty, and we write black at ya. The second annual Black Power Awards, a celebration of black excellence. Saturday, November 18th, hosted by rapper and activist David Banner and actress Ernestine Johnson. Honorees include Dr. Matulu Shakur, Dr. Rita Marley, and hip-hop legend himself, Rakim Allah. For tickets and information, go to blackpowerawards.com or call 404-439-1044. The second annual Black Power Awards, Saturday, November 18th, at the Sheraton Atlanta downtown. Elementary provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the School to Prison Pipeline. Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration. And the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust. Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docu-series. All right, peace and power, black family. That's it for us here right at Necessary Blackness Podcast. And I am your host, Raheem Shabazz. And I will see you same place, same time, just a different week. We out of here. Peace and love, black family. My people. With the children of the sun, God dwells in my millionaire. My people, my people, with the children of the sun, God dwells in my millennium. Stolen from Africa, brought to America, put me on the auction block, land of hysteria, born from a royal bloodline of a roller. Warriors in the ghetto transform the shoulders, brothers turn to Judas, betray each other, minor Willie Lynch convinced we ain't brothers. Born from different mothers, same heavenly father, taught self-hatred, words are like lava, we can curse a hill, destroy a bill, psychic self-defense, let's form a full steel, protect your mind from the shrines of the wicked, time train is coming, suggest you get a ticket, one way on that runway, take flight, never to return as my soul seeks light, disappear into the night just to sightsee heaven, standing at the gate, tell Pac I'm present. My people, my people. 
why they pacify us. Three fits human, how they classify us. To the back of the bus, no trust, lust, fame. Seek no variety, pride over everything, lost no piety. Look at what they feed us. Forget white Jesus, we bear the cross. Render with turn to Caesars. Black puppet leaders, controlled by the state. Treason with the hood, the fish takes the bait. Now it's on the plate with the rest. Physically alive, but the spirit seeks death. Take a breath, now return for the judgment. Hang with the liars. Jack close the gates, send them to hell's fire. Let them all return with the one that they admire. Live for the moment, bathe in your desires. Oh, my people, my people, you're the children of the sun, God. 